0: This is the Sunday morning message broadcast from Church of God Holiness in El Dorado Springs
1: In this age of uncertainty questions come to my mind What is waiting ahead? For and the rest of mankind Fear not to tomorrow God is already there He's charting the course you'll take He sees each hidden snake Waiting to guide you through each burden and care fear not tomorrow God is already there are you troubled or things to come? Is your future unsure? Are you dreading the coming dawn? A long day to endure? Fear not too much. He sees each hidden snare He's waiting to guide you Through each burden and care
0: We don't have to fear tomorrow. We don't have to fear anything because God is in control. Amen? And when we uh, when we grab onto control of our lives and we try to control everything, just stress ourselves out, grab it as tightly as we can and just make things happen, that control that we have is an illusion anyway, isn't it? It doesn't take a whole lot to shake that control loose. And... Uh, for us to just acknowledge that and release the control to Him and say, God, You are the one who is really in control here. Uh, and just to place ourselves in His hands. It's not easy, but when we can do that, there's a peace in it. And there's, a, there's an assurance and there's joy in that. It's really freeing. To realize we're not that important. Our control of things isn't that important. But what Christ can do through us is Unlimited. Well today, uh, we've got some folks that are going to be baptized, and I wanted to look at that for just a little bit, um, because there's a theme that runs through the Bible about water, about, it's sort of an aquatic theme that runs through it, and I don't have time to look at all of them, but just to hit the high points of that theme that goes all the way through the Bible. The first big water story in the Bible after creation probably is one that would come to a lot of your minds pretty quickly. After creation, there's a big water story, which is Noah's Ark. And God brings His people through the water to new life on the other side, right? And Exodus 14 is the next one. It's one of the big ones that most people have heard about. The nation of Israel is leaving Egypt. The plagues that God sent on the Egyptians finally convinced Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, that he should let them go. And so they leave, but then the Pharaoh changes his mind and sends his army after them. They're trapped against the Red Sea, and God once again brings them through the water to new life on the other side. Right? Then... A generation later, Joshua chapter 3 tells another story of a water miracle. The nation of Israel arrived in the promised land. They're about to cross the Jordan River and attack Jericho and take the land that God has promised to them. And Joshua chapter 3, we see that the river was at flood stage and the priests carrying the ark, God says, have the priests step into the water. The scripture says that the Jordan River was overflowing its banks and the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant have to get their feet wet, step into the water. And as soon as their feet got in the water, the water, the the river piled up miles upstream at a town called Adam. And the the riverbed became dry and a million plus people walk across the dry riverbed of the Jordan through to the other side. And it's kind of crazy because if you read it, apparently what happened was the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant walked into the river and it dried up they stood upstream on the upstream side of all of the nation of Israel walking through the dry riverbed, holding the ark the entire time. And it it's like God told them to do that as a symbol saying, I will place myself between you and the danger. You know, because the ark of the covenant represented His presence on earth. And so like the river is flowing down through there. The priests walk into the water. The water piles up. They stand here. And downstream of that, the nation of Israel walks across the water while God holds the, the, the danger back from them. And when they got through to the other side, a million plus people saw that happen. And they were supposed to build two monuments. And it's kind of confusing depending on how you translate uh, the, the Hebrew. Different translations have, it, have the details slightly different. But it, it seems like they were supposed to build two monuments. For one monument, they were supposed to take uh, rocks from the riverbed and build a pile of standing stones in the riverbed, in that dry riverbed, that the water then flowed over so it became invisible. Nobody could see that monument. But then they were also supposed to take rocks from the bottom of the riverbed and build a monument on the far shore, uh, a tower of stones to say, this is where God did this. And so God brings His people through the water to new life on the other side, and there's a monument built there so that they can look back and say, "And, and say, this is where I was here And I am one of God's people because I placed my trust in Him and I walked through that water, through that riverbed, and He brought me out to the new life on the other side. And from that all the way down through the history of the nation of Israel, you see this tradition of water. And then Jesus comes on the scene. And John the Baptist is out baptizing people in that same river, the Jordan River. And very near where God's people crossed that water to get into the Promised Land. John is baptizing people, and Jesus shows up and says, John, I want you to baptize me. And John initially has the reaction that I definitely would have had, and he says, wait, 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 I, I can't baptize you. You're the Son of God. And Jesus says, no, this is an example that I want to set. Because now he's saying, I'm bringing new life. And when you are baptized, when you follow my example of baptism, you're being, you go down into the water being buried with me in my death, and then raised out of the water, raised to new life on the other side. God brings His people through the water to new life on the other side. And it's not that the water itself in this baptismal, it's not that there's anything magical about the water. It doesn't do anything mystical or crazy for you. But it's this symbol, it's a monument basically that you're building. You're saying, God has brought me through, the old me is gone. It's dead and buried, and I've been raised to new life in Jesus Christ. Does that make sense? And today it's very exciting because that tradition that started with Noah, down through the people of Israel crossing the Red Sea, then crossing the Jordan, then Jesus being baptized by John, and Jesus' new followers being baptized, representing that they've been given new life, to today, here in El Dorado Springs, Missouri, there's this theme of God bringing His people through to new life on the other side. And today we get to be a part of that. I love today. I love Baptism Sundays. Because we are testifying to the world and to ourselves. We say, God has brought me through. If anyone is in Christ, the Scripture says, He is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. Uh, I was thinking about this, and there's this odd social dynamic that some of you have heard me maybe talk about this before, but when there are people playing in the water, swimming, diving off a r- diving off a rope swing, um, a diving board, whatever. They go down to the river and jump off the bluffs at Blackjack. How many of you have jumped off the bluff at Blackjack? Raise your hand. Just a few? Not very many? How many of you have gone down to the bluff at Blackjack where other people are jumping off and looked at it and went, uh-uh, and walked away? Be honest. Whoa, way more. Way more. Raise their hands on that one. Okay. But when there's people playing in the water, the people that are in the water are always having a great time, splashing around, having fun. And the people standing on the shore, there's this social dynamic that goes back and forth where the people in the water are like, come on, get in the water. It's awesome. And the people standing on the shore are like, I got to change clothes, get a towel, hang. I don't know. I'm good. I'll just stand up here. Or they're just afraid to jump off the bluff, you know are afraid of that rope swing because it looks like the rope's old and probably going to break. And that's half the fun of a rope swing, right? You never know when it'll break. <laughs> and on Wednesday night, we took the youth group over to Stockton Lake and some guys brought their boats and gave the youth group kids like inner tube rides and stuff. And there was three girls on one inner tube and, uh, I mean, Ralph was going kind of crazy. He's He's got this sort of sadistic streak in him. and And he... Like he did that thing where you turn one way really sharp and then whip the other way and the tube just goes shooting across the boat wake. And these three girls just went flipping across the top of the water just like, I mean, like skipping a rock. Like, you ever seen somebody who's so good at skipping rocks they could basically cross Lake Superior with one, you know? And like, these girls were just like doink, 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 (laughs) doink across the surface of the water just flipping over and over and over. It was glorious. (laughs) One of those girls is going to get baptized today. But, uh... Um, she's probably still got bruises i don't know but there's people that are watching and they're like oh that looks i'm not sure if i want to try that but then there's the people that are in the water that are having the time of their lives right and what happens when we get baptized when we when we show that jesus has brought us through to new life it's just like that we're like get in here it's great it's awesome Jesus has cleansed me. He's made me new. you got to be a part of this. And the biggest thing that gets somebody in the water who's standing on the shore is the guy in the water who's just like having the time of his life. And the people look at that and they're like, oh, okay, that looks way too fun to miss out on. All right, we'll go, you know, grab a towel and get ready to jump in this thing. And when we do this, when we when we are baptized, we're declaring to the world, Jesus has saved me and there is new life and it's awesome. Obviously, not that we all have our problems ironed out and we're perfect people when we're baptized, right? That doesn't happen. But we're saying, I have placed my trust in Jesus. Just like the people the nation of Israel had to place their trust in God that He wouldn't send the river flooding back down and kill them all as they were crossing. We say to the world, I have placed my trust in Jesus. I belong to Him. He's given me new life. And today... I have a challenge for those of you who are not being baptized today. And that is to build a monument with your life that shows that you have been baptized by His Holy Spirit, that you've been washed clean. Okay? And what I mean by that is when you have an opportunity to react to a situation in the expected way, maybe instead you ask Jesus to work through you to build a monument, by the way, you react in a different way. Okay, there was a few years ago, and I, um, balancing checkbooks and things like that. Uh, I got I married a math teacher, so I don't have to do math anymore, right? But I do have to do some of that, and and when I'm handling the youth group checking account, there are a few times in my almost 14 years here where I've messed up the uh, register, and it's gone. And and sometimes I end up, I'm like, whoa, we got a lot more money in there than I thought we did. But then just a few times I've overdrafted the youth group checking account and that is a bad deal. Man, it's embarrassing. And one time it even like bounced the check to a business here in town that I was paying a bill to for a youth group event that we had. And like I wrote a bad check. And so like our church is getting a bad name in the community and I'm all stressed out. And I'm like, oh, no, this is terrible. And um. So I go and, and Sherry was the secretary and she moved some money around. I went and wrote a new check and like apologized to the people and I was just so embarrassed. And, um, but then Diet found the problem and the bank had made a mistake and that like it was the bank's mistake. I was so happy. I was just, (laughs) oh, thank the Lord. I didn't, I didn't write a bad check after all. And so, um, and and so I went to the bank, and you know I was I was gonna go and like sign the little paper that said okay they were gonna straighten it out and everything, but the lady at the bank when I got there the the lady who was working behind the counter was just like cringing right, like she was looking at me like are you mad you know, and I was just like oh I am so happy that this was not my mistake, and you know I tell this story and this is not like an example of how holy I am right because mostly I was just relieved that I wasn't in trouble anymore you know. But when you react differently than the expected way, right, it's an opportunity to build a monument to the world that I've been changed. I've been made new. And this is not just about good behavior, people. This is about Jesus working through you, you surrendering control of yourself, you giving yourself to him, following him with everything in you. So that He can change your natural reaction. It's not about you trying harder and behaving better. It's about allowing Him to wash you clean. And make you different. So that there's a symbol to the world and even to yourself. You have a monument that you can look back to. That you built that pile of standing stones that says, I am different, I am clean, I am new because of what He did through me. And today as these are baptized, let's let's take on a new challenge. That we will build these monuments of God's grace working through us. Not a monument to look back to and say, great, how awesome I am, right? It's not a pile of standing stones that says, look how awesome we are. It's not something that you look back to and you put a gold star on your chart and say, I was a good little boy that day, right? It's something that you look back to and you say, man, what has God's grace done in me? And we praise him, and through him getting glory from that, others will want what we have. They'll say, Man, he went through that water, and look at how different he is. She looks like she is totally changed because of what Jesus has done in her. That old, she, the way she used to be, she never would have reacted that way to that situation. I can tell that there's something different in her now. So we become monuments to the grace and the love of Jesus Christ working through us. May that be true of us today. And as we celebrate with these that are being baptized, let's take on this challenge to show to the world what Jesus can do in us. Amen? Let's pray and then we're going to move into what you all came to see today. Heavenly Father, today we thank You that You can bring us through to new life on the other side. We thank You for what You've done in these lives that are going to be baptized today, and I pray for them in the days ahead that they would continue. We know that they don't have it all figured out yet, and they're not perfect. But we pray that they would continue to build monuments to Your grace through what Your Spirit does in their lives. We thank You, Lord. In Your name we pray. Amen.
2: I am so grateful for what God is doing in our midst. We have six candidates that want to give testimony as to what God has already done in their heart. Um, We have two that couldn't be baptized, so we've already got two on the waiting list for next time. And, And I would love to be able to see so many people come to Jesus to where we would have a baptism every Sunday. Wouldn't that be awesome? And let's just pray that God would continue to send His Spirit. We're going to proceed with the presentation of the baptismal candidates, and Matthew is going to kick us off.
3: Uh, Over the last several years of... uh... Working with kids, um, we did fourth and fifth grade, and now we're middle school. Uh, it's always been just my greatest joy to see uh, kids moving forward in their walk with Christ. Um, so when I found out that that Haley wanted to be baptized, I, uh, I mean, I was obviously excited, kind of like a like a kid on Christmas. I think I was bouncing around the house, so happy. Um, we've known Haley for a little while. We. Uh, i was we had the joy of of uh, uh working with her in, in fourth and fifth grade and now in now in middle school on uh, what uh, and what i've seen and what we've all seen in haley is uh she's an awesome young lady uh, with a bright personality she's very smart and uh and she she does love the lord um, she brings a lot of potential uh for her service to the lord in her life and uh i'm very excited to be be part of this this next step of uh being baptized and and i really look forward to uh um to to her bright future uh, in service of the lord and, and with the lord so with that being said i uh it is my honor to present haley fast as a qualified candidate for baptism
4: privilege of getting to know this young woman over the past year or so i met her when we were having church at the theater downtown and i never really got to know her until now and it's very rare to come across someone with a heart as genuine and pure and loving as hers we've talked together we've prayed together we've worshiped together and i've just loved watching her grow in the lord for a while now i know she has a heart for the lord and wants his will for her life She has become a cherished friend of mine, and it's my honor to present my sweet sister in Jesus, Pam Fletcher, for baptism.
1: Uh,
5: Proud to... uh, Dedicate my daughter for baptism this morning. Um, she's just like me in many ways, <laughs> and very distracted, um, but her heart is genuine, and that childlike faith is—it's so um, contagious, and I, I, I'm—it's an inspiration to me to see her want to be baptized. She told me, "Dad." I want to be baptized? I want to be baptized? And I said, "Honey, this is a commitment that you got to understand. It's very serious." And um, and she understands. I led her to the Lord the other night, and the uh, the the impact. You know, it was like a, the light went off, and and she got it. She is saved, and is very distracted child uh, has. Just like me, but uh, it's genuine in her, and I'm proud to present her for baptism this morning.
0: Well, Mindy Harper is... uh going to be baptized today she's one of those girls that got flipped across the uh, top of the lake on Wednesday night sorry Mindy not really um, but mindy Mindy has been just a great girl for as long as I can remember but there comes a point in everybody's life I think where uh, even if you grow up going to church where when a tough time comes and when and mindy's dealt with some some very Difficult circumstances uh, over the past year or two. And when a tough time comes and your faith is tested and refined, and uh, you either decide, I'm out, I'm done with this, or you grab on to Jesus and hold on for dear life. And Mindy has chosen Jesus Christ. And I am so excited for what he's done in her life. And Beyond that, he has begun to make a depth and just a profound faith in her that is a beautiful thing to see. And I am so happy and proud to present Mindy Harper for baptism today.
6: Well, Brandy and I are very excited to tell you about this next candidate for baptism. Our son, Reese McCullough. It was about three months ago that Reese expressed an interest in wanting to get baptized. And we're getting, getting ready to go to bed. And he walks into the bedroom and says, I, you know, I, I want to get baptized. Um, he, he said he wanted to give his heart to God. He wanted to be a good example to others. And, you know, for a 10-year-old boy, life is not always easy. You have things like bullying, peer pressure, uh, trying to find your identity in the world. And Reese, he's a leader. He's a difference maker in, uh, in, in the face of life's many challenges. And just a c- couple of stories, uh, just to kind of show some of his selfless love that Reese carries uh, this past year in uh, on his youth football team. Uh, on the last game of the season, there was around 35 kids, four coaches on his team, and Reese asked the coach if he could you could say a prayer and it takes certainly takes a lot of courage to do that Reese and we're proud of you for that Also in school Reese um one one day the teacher was passing out toothbrushes for all the kids and Reese uh, uh several boys got blue toothbrushes girls got pink unfortunately they were a little bit short one boy ended up with a pink toothbrush and was very upset and Reese Reese recognized this, and Reese said, hey, I'll take the pink toothbrush. <laughs> and uh, the boy, the boy's happy. After that, several kids wanted pink toothbrushes, so. <laughs> but Reese, you know, we're certainly proud of you and your decision to serve God. You know, it's, it's that selfless love that you have for others and God that's going to be a big blessing to others that you come in contact to in the future. And for these reasons and many more, Reese, we believe that you're an excellent candidate for baptism.
4: Fletcher buckle up um, i tell you Daniel's a guy I've known most of my life I've known who he is but I haven't got a chance to really know him until just the past several months and um i tell you what Jesus got a hold of him last October like nobody I've ever seen and um a guy that had trouble just putting two words together in front of one or two people and um he is spreading Jesus wherever he goes. Uh, I've seen the difference in his family. I've seen the difference uh, in his workplace. He works in a rough spot. And um, I'll tell you what, it is, it's amazing to see what, what Jesus is doing in his life. Uh, he was baptized a few months ago, um, but, but he loves the Lord, and he's wanting to rededicate today. And um, I'm proud that, that God has, has put him in my life, and we've been walking this together. And uh, he asked me a week or two ago, like about a week ago, he said, uh, hey, would you give me away? <laughs> and I had no idea what he was talking about. <laughs> but this is what he was talking about. And, and if you know Daniel, that's, that's absolutely Fletcher. So um, you'd have to look hard to find somebody else that is more visibly in love with Jesus Christ. And uh, I'm proud to present him today for baptism, Daniel Fletcher.
2: Daniel, just go ahead and stand right up here, okay? Front and center. And, and the rest of you that are going to be baptized, if you would just please come and uh, stand here facing me. Haley, I've, uh, I, I've, I've seen you go from just a, a little toddler to where you are now, a young lady. And uh, you've always had that sweet smile. I'm just so proud of you. And this is an honor to be able to take you through the waters of baptism. Mindy, um, wow, I just can't believe you're actually here after the way Jim has treated you. But um, your, your smile just never goes away. And just just pure sweetness. I don't know what you're like in youth group or at home. But anyway, here in church, pure sweetness. And um, I think I see Jesus in your face. Karina, when I got the email this past week just a couple of days ago that you had given your heart to jesus and i was in a different city speaking and and i was so excited i was just bubbling over and i had to tell some people about it pam i I remember the day that you came to me tears in your eyes you said i want to be baptized because jesus had done something so amazing in your heart what a special day daniel uh as chad said uh you've been baptized before but you know some people need it more than once and uh you know we'll probably have another one in a couple months if you need to be baptized we'll do it again then okay uh but i believe you are a qualified candidate i i don't know of anybody else that loves jesus and is has such a hunger for jesus than than daniel fletcher reese what uh what an amazing young man that uh is so giving of himself, and uh, what a leader, even if it is to just cause other guys to want pink toothbrushes. That is tremendous, and I want to just say I'm so proud of you, and God has great plans. Remember, this is just the beginning, that this is not the ending. This is just the beginning. Your walk with Jesus Christ has started, and remember the Scripture that says he will complete it. So day by day, continue to walk with him. Are you ready to be baptized? Well, let's go prepare for baptism. Um, You want to say a few words? You want me to do it? Yeah. Okay. I would like to thank my friends and family for being here. It's good to know that God is and always will be on my side. Well, as I said, I believe after watching your life and uh, questioning you the other night, I believe that you know Jesus. And um, it is a joy to be able to baptize you. And so, Haley, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you.
3: Chickened
1: out. Say <laughs> No. You're just
2: barely
5: tall enough there. Is there anything else you would like to say, Daddy? This is a really proud moment in my life for you to understand that Jesus is going to be in your life. From this is a proclamation of your faith right now. And what the decision that you've made, the most important decision, the one that you told Granddad and everybody else this this very day. From this day forth, I'm so proud.
2: All right. Well, Karina, I believe that you meet the biblical requirements to be baptized. And uh, we now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mindy, this is your opportunity to say something about Jim, (laughs) as well as your Lord.
1: (laughs) I've always had God in my life. As I got older, my relationship with him grew. I've always tried to live for him, but then again, I'm not perfect. But God loves me. I have struggled with the thought of being baptized, even though I have wanted to for a while now. To me, baptism is saying, here I am, a sinner, but I am forgiven because of what Jesus did for me on the cross. And I want to love him for that. I want to spread his word and name. He loves me and wants me. And through all my struggles, I want him. So here I am being baptized because I believe that Jesus is my
2: Savior. Amen. And Mindy, as I said earlier, I do believe you meet the requirements. Just uh, the the beautiful smile. Just the uh, reflection of Jesus Christ. And I am just so excited to be able to baptize you. And now in obedience to the Word of God, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
1: Nicole and i'm very excited about today my dad just led, led me into giving my heart to god and i
0: today i decided to get baptized and i'm ready to live a good christian life to the best of my ability
2: oh, that's so awesome so powerful you, you know can i just say something here you don't have to bring your kids to church to find jesus to me i think this is the highest the highest and best form of parenting is when we as parents can lead our children to the Lord. Amen. And so thank you, uh, Kevin, Brandy, for making that a priority. Congratulations. Uh, Reese, I believe that you are a qualified candidate. And so in obedience to the Bible, the Word of God, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> I attended church as, as a child. I can remember when I was saved, uh, when I saved up my wooden nickels and purchased my first Bible. As I grew older, I drifted away. In the last three and a half years, I started back to church when they uh, started Main Street Worship. And for those of you that, that are new, for one year, we had a third service downtown at the theater, And uh, that was when Pam, her family, and of course uh, Walter and Denise, Gary and Bonnie, uh, that's when they began coming to church. Uh, Then Daniel lost his dad two years ago this last January, and I realized my life is going to have to change. Daniel and I started uh, coming to church every Sunday, and Daniel was invited to Thursday night men's group. After a couple of Thursday nights, Daniel asked me to go to the women's group. I've been going every Thursday since. Then this past March, I went to Ashes, to Beauty, the Women's Encounter. I asked God to forgive me for all my sins. I just uh, felt so full of life and so blessed. I would love to say thank you to all my sisters in Jesus Christ. Awesome. Pam, your your smile again. You you also have a smile that doesn't go away. And... um, I believe you are a qualified candidate for baptism. And you'll step up here. And in obedience to the word of God, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. (laughs) You'll say a few words. Fear, no fear, no fear, no fear. That's what it says.
6: Thank you. <laughs> I started my walk with Christ in 2014, just a little after my dad passed away that year. In July 15th, I I lost my job, and I was right up here asking God what to do. And this guy came up and asked, invited me to go to this. Uh, Post. So I, I went and it, it started changing my life and found some answers. And then they asked me to go to the encounter, and that's when I really found my first taste of freedom. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> sheetrock got replaced down there, just like Chad said earlier. <laughs> and uh, I just want to thank all my brothers, Joe, for. And God for and, uh, making me through this
2: process. You know, one of my favorite stories is that after Daniel came to know the Lord, he, he lost his job. They they fired him. He had been okay. there for several... Uh, I mean, how many years had you been uh, there? It LaBus- was about six years. Okay, and anyway, just just layoffs. And so they gave him, him the news. He jumped up from the chair and headed back <laughs> behind the desk to the boss. And the boss thought that he was going to let him have it. Instead, he shook his hand, hugged him, and said, "Thank you for the opportunity of working here." Just stunned the boss and left. And wasn't just a few days later. The boss same the next day. The next day, the boss called him back, said, "I made a mistake. Would you come back and work for us?" So, uh, that's uh, a new strategy you might want to try. <laughs> All right, Daniel, you need to step way up here, buddy. I don't want to hit your head. Daniel, I love you like a brother. I've I've come to uh, just respect you so much. And um, what what a joy to be able to baptize you. I, I believe you meet the biblical requirements. And so I'm going to go ahead and baptize you. And I do so in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Some people it takes longer. <laughs> the bubbles were starting off, so I thought I'd better let them up. <laughs> you know, we're laughing here and, and I, I don't I don't mean for this to be trite, but this is a time of celebration. And I think that when we celebrate we can have a good time. And thank God for just the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from all sin. And it doesn't matter what we've been through, it doesn't matter the sin that has been in our lives, when Christ saves us, He erases that. And He puts our name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Anybody want to say amen? Thank you so much for... for it's getting wild in there. I don't know what's going on in that room there. <laughs> let me uh, let me just say a prayer. Um, Lord, I thank You for this time. We thank You that we can celebrate and Lord, uh, this is just a little taste of what heaven's going to be like. Lord, there's going to be celebrating there for eternity. Lord, uh, no longer will we be serving you by faith, but it will be face to face. And Lord, I just pray that you would help these six people who have been baptized, that that they would stay faithful to you. And Lord, there may be some others out there this morning that have not yet taken this step of uh, giving their hearts to Jesus. And I pray that that they would soon do that and that they would realize uh, they can be set free as well. And Lord, those who are involved in, in, in immorality, pornography, substance abuse, uh, depression, uh, Lord, you want to be part of that and, and you want to deliver them and, and give them that peace and that joy. And so God, I just pray that you would continue to speak to us and and, Lord, just uh, continue to move upon us here at this church. We, we want to see Jesus glorified. And, Lord, we want to see lost people come to know Jesus Christ. And so, Father, we just love you. We thank you for your many, many blessings. And we ask these favors in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And all of the people shouted, Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming. Just, just a quick note, we have a, a funeral here They are wanting to uh, get set up here just as soon as we vacate the premises. So if you would just look around, if if there are any bulletins, Kleenexes, candy wrappers, uh, McDonald's cups, uh, whatever. If you would just grab that on your way out. And if we could have some guys that would help us take this piano, get it off the stage, we need to clear that as well. So uh, just mini hands-make-like work. Thank you for coming. You're dismissed.